0: Welcome to the Criminal Maze podcast. My name is Olivia Duncan. I am a solicitor at BP Collins.
1: And I am James Constable, also a solicitor uh, specialising in in criminal law. In the last few episodes of the Criminal Maze podcast, we've looked at different professionals who make up the justice system. In this series, we're going to be looking at individual parts. So what happens when the police arrest you or what happens in court? what a jury is, who the probation are, um, and try to answer some questions that you, the listeners, ask us as well. So if there is anything you'd like to speak about, please do message us. Um, I'm on Instagram, The Criminal Solicitor, and Liv is also on Instagram under
0: litigation Liv.
1: And we will try and cover all of the questions and areas that you would like us to. So in this episode, we're going to speak about the jury and the jury system, and in particular a hung jury and what that means. Um, with focus on a recent case, the Benjamin Mendy case, um, which has been reported widely. So a jury hears a trial in the Crown Court. Um, A jury is made up of normally 12 jurors, sometimes 11. Um, A jury's decision must usually be unanimous. However, in some circumstances, a majority verdict may be acceptable. Such circumstances may arise if the jury has not reached a unanimous verdict in one or more counts, after having deliberated for a reasonable amount of time, which is taken into consideration the complexity and the nature of the case, and after no less than two hours in any event. And in such instances, the court may say that a majority of 11 jurors out of 12 or 10 must agree. So when they don't agree, it is considered a hung jury. And it's for the Crown Prosecution Service to decide whether or not they're going to retry somebody on the offence that the jury couldn't make a decision on. So Liv, we're going to touch on the Benjamin Mendy case now. Yes. Um, For those who don't know, Benjamin Mendy was a French international footballer, played for Manchester City. At the time of being signed for Manchester City, he was the most expensive defender um, ever purchased by a club. Now the case was reported and he was accused of being a sexual predator who turned the pursuit of women into a game um, at parties, some during lockdown. From the outset he denied rape, um, explaining that all sexual contact was consensual and denied groping and sexually assaulting another woman in his kitchen. So in total there were seven counts of rape against four women, one count of attempted rape against a fifth woman and a further sexual assault against a sixth woman. The jury is a random process. It's been touched on before in another episode. Liv, can you explain what happens when you're called for jury service and you're in a room, how you're selected to, to go onto a jury panel?
0: Yes, so they will. I, as you might have heard in a previous episode, um, I was called for jury duty. um, And so when you arrive at the court on the first day, you enter a a large pool of people and this is gradually siphoned off um, as the day goes on. And uh, groups larger than 12 are called into different rooms to be called forward for this random jury selection process and so there's the the court usher will be carrying with them a number of cards um i can't remember the number of people that were in the room but let's say that there were 15 there was maybe even more than that because it was considerably more than the 12 that you need for jury because if the trial turned out to be one that would have been particularly complicated or long then they'll hold people in reserve so that should somebody be incapable of completing their jury duty which does happen and I think actually in the Mendy case um the hung jury was a a jury of 12 of, of 11 rather than 12 because one of the jurors had had to drop out now obviously in that instance as James has already explained that's fine it doesn't it doesn't have an impact on the safety of the verdict because you can have a jury of 11 Um, In fact, I think the smallest number you can have on a jury is nine. Um, So a number of people can drop out, but just in case there will be uh, sometimes people held in reserve. But where where it's just a a general, um, a a kind of more usual trial and they don't expect or anticipate that it will last a particularly long time, they'll select the 12 from a random selection of cards.
1: So it is a random selection. um, And in the case of Benjamin Mendy, The jury was made up of seven men and four women, and there was one juror discharged partway through the trial. The jury were sent to deliberate after the the case had been concluded, and it took them nearly 70 hours, so over 14 days, and they weren't able to reach a verdict on one of the offences, and they acquitted him on all but one. And the prosecution decided afterwards that they wanted to have a retrial and have relisted that one offence for a second trial, which, in essence, is, is exactly that. It's another trial that starts from the start to the finish again. Um, so all the evidence is re-heard in court. So we'll turn now to the advantages and disadvantages of having a jury. A jury have been used in trials in England and Wales for hundreds of, year- of years, but they don't come without their issues. So arguments in favour, um, a jury best reflects the views of society because of the random selection from a wide range of the population, which, is, which does lead to impartiality. The opinion of the 12 juries is better than a single opinion of a judge since it will more likely prevent individual biases. It can be totally independent because... It is unaccountable and the jurors don't discuss the case outside of the deliberation room. And it also gives a sense of community involvement as it allows members of the community to participate directly in the legal system, um, increasing public trust in the legal system itself. And as I've said, there are arguments against the jury and live for you to explain them
0: okay I'm going to play devil's advocate here because in my heart I think uh, a jury system is is wonderful um, I think it's a civil civic duty and we actually had in our previous podcast um, series Wendy Joseph who is a judge and she mentions just how important it is or one of her ideas was the idea of collaborative thought and how it might be an idea to have maybe even in schools groups of 12 as an idea so I'll just start there. However, there are arguments against against, uh, having a jury. For example, the decisions that a jury makes are made in secret. Uh, You're instructed when you're um, on a jury that you can only discuss the case when you are in the company of your fellow jurors. So usually that's you with 11 other people in a room. Um, But once you've come to your decision, the reasoning for that decision is not published. It's very different to the sentencing, for example, which is, which is public. Um, and in an example, for example, in a hung jury where you have a a split decision, um, or sorry, where you have a hung jury, that there will be a retrial, but where there is a majority vote in, in, as James was saying, sometimes that's allowed, it doesn't always have to be unanimous, then, um, if the person is found guilty, you can ask for the, uh, the split between the two and you can find out how many jurors um, decided that the person was guilty. Um, but where the person is innocent, there's no, there's no, none of that transparency. So in any event, the reasoning behind the decision is unknown. Not unlinked to that, there are then instances where juries make perverse decisions, on the facts, it seems clear that what the court has had sight of, what the jury have been made aware of, the decision should be one way or another. And there there do ex- exist examples where the jury has decided to elect a verdict, which does not make logical sense or factual sense when you look at when you look at the, the case that's been presented before the court. Now, on the other hand, you could say that that's a wonderful sign of humanity and sometimes people (laughs) make the wrong decision and that's a part of the jury system is to be able to be flexible and work work with that um, as a a, a humanness to it. However, again, because the decisions are made in secret, it's difficult to know. So secretive decisions and also they can then become perverse um, decisions. Again, not unlinked to that, my third (laughs) reason is that people are flawed juries are made up of 12 humans and humans carry with them unconscious biases as well as sometimes conscious prejudice um i think the idea of a jury is that it will reflect the society that the defendant that they are judging has come from and yet clearly that doesn't always happen i mean juries didn't have women on them um they haven't always had women on them and i think that if you look at the disproportionate there are certain sections of our society that uh, or demographics of our society that are um, underprotected and over policed and they will appear in our courts more frequently and they won't always be represented in the people who are judging them. So there, there is an issue there. Humans are flawed and they will carry with them all of the cultural and um, background influences that they that they have in their life into the jury room. The fourth point that I have <laughs> is that the conscious and unconscious biases that people carry with them may, uh, may in fact be, uh, compa- or this may be compounded by the fact that juries are randomly selected. And a part of that means that they cannot be a forensically true or accurate representation of the population because it's random. So you may end up with a jury of 10 men and one woman or Um, yes, you, you, you know, there are lots of other different, um, barometers that you can use to, to imply difference of opinion. Um, but that's just one example. Fifth reason there are only six, (laughs) but the fifth reason I thought of is that, um, juries aren't necessarily knowledgeable or learned in the law and therefore they rely on, uh, the information they are given and The justice system relies on the jury's understanding of that information as it is given. Um, And barristers and solicitor advocates are wonderful orators. Um, That's a part of the role. Um, But they also have to include in that sometimes legal knowledge, um, which is not always um, without complexities. And so you're asking a lot of um, those jury people. Um, you're acquiring a more forensic understanding than it would possibly be fair to expect of most members of the public. Number six, the sixth reason then compounds this, which is the fact that you're not paid to be a juror. So not only are you just an average person being asked to commit a huge amount of time and attention, um, but you're also losing money you do get some compensation and if you're employed often your employer will meet uh will meet your usual salary but if you're self-employed it could be weeks out of your life without earning any money whatsoever except for the pretty paltry stipend um that you are allowed so (laughs) there you go
1: there's a number of disadvantages to to the jury service um let's just hope that it doesn't ever go down the american route where jurors release books after after the trial's and become celebrities.
0: Yes, uh, that's, I guess, a positive of the secrecy that goes around uh, decision-making.
1: Um, well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Criminal Ways podcast about hung juries in the Benjamin Mendy case. As you said at the beginning, if there are any topics or questions that you have and would like us to answer or cover, please do um, message us on Instagram. It's the Criminal Solicitor or Litigation Live. And if you've enjoyed this episode, could you please... Like, share, and review it um, so that we can spread the word of the Criminal Maze podcast.